The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. And now, with Patricia Raskin Positive Living, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, good afternoon, everyone on the East Coast, and good morning, everyone on the West Coast, to Patricia Raskin Positive Living, right here on voiceamerica.com. You know, we always have such great programs on Voice America. And what Patricia Raskin Positive Living is always about is to show you how to turn your obstacles into opportunities and your problems into solutions. And we have the perfect guest on today who really does speak to that. She's been through obstacles and opportunities, and her name is Tamiko Richardson, and she's on a mission to have millions become strong both mentally and physically with a love of their success and a healthy embrace of disappointments that happens in everyone's life. And her website is runlifescourse.com. And the primary purpose of her website and blog, again, is to help inspire people to appreciate all that they have been given. And it's a very interesting story um, of Tamiko starting in, in May of 2009 when she is a self-described computer geek and entrepreneur, took the unlikely step of signing up to run a marathon in San Diego, and the rest is history. Welcome, Tamiko. How are you? Happy New Year. Good, you too. So let's talk about that. So here you were in 2009, and you decided you were going to run a marathon, and you said that that was something that you never thought you would do. What prompted you to do this? Um, well, I think a couple of things happened back-to-back. Uh, back. So the first thing that had happened, of course, was the economic recession. And with that, there were a lot of things that many people were doing to adjust their finances to make sure it didn't hit them or it didn't hit them as much. And in retrospect of that, what had also happened is that I was um, in the business that I own, I was on a particular project where the the mood was mostly if you have work, you should be um, very glad about it, and we had some difficulties with the persons that were leading the particular project. Um, so in order to get out of that stress, and then you had some issues where I'm sure many people who own homes know that things go wrong, and they all go wrong right behind each other, mm-hmm. and then there were those financial things that happened all at one time. And... Of course, you can't really see your way out when you're in the midst of all of those things happening. Mm-hmm. And so I took to, like, what will I do? So I ended up uh, talking to a trainer of mine, and I wasn't in the vicinity where he normally trains me. And I said, well, hey, what about running a marathon? And I said, should I do a half or a full? 
and he said, well, if you can go out and you can knock out 10 miles, then you can run the half. If you can go like 18, then you do the full. And so when I went out that next Saturday morning to go run it, um, that's when I went out and I said, let me see if I can run 10. And then I ended up running 22. So the rest has kind of been history with running the marathon. Hmm. Hmm. And now what you're doing is you are motivating other people to run their own marathons, correct? Right. Well, I think a lot of it is basically trying to encourage people to not give up no matter what their challenges are. Mm -hmm. And running, of course, for me is a way for me to kind of clear my mind and get my thoughts together and plan strategically on what what I'm going to do next in order to handle that challenge. And whether it's running or walking, because there are plenty of people that walk the marathons or walk a half marathon or a 5K. So the the key is to not give up. And whether it's a relationship or and it's a healthy relationship, I might add, if it's work issues, if it's financial issues, you always want to make sure that you persevere to the end. And what I take is that the marathon is kind of your way to say that this is a temporary goal that you want to um, achieve, and no matter how long it takes you to achieve it, if you achieve it, that means there's nothing that you can't do. Because at the end of the day, life is really like a race. It's, mm-hmm. it's a marathon, and with the perseverance that you have, as well as the preparation, your persistence and prayer, there's mm-hmm. nothing that you can't accomplish. Yeah. Well, and I think one of the things that happened to you in your life that really speaks to that persistence and prayer and really sticking with each other is that you were a survivor of the World Trade Center attack. And as a result, you and colleagues evacuated the 37th floor of the second, um, the second tower, and you did it successfully and safely. Amazing. Yeah, you know, I like to say um, probably the biggest thing in my mind that day was wisdom from my grandparents as well as my m- mom and dad, where they always say, you know, if there's danger, you run, you leave it no matter what it is. And I, that was what was sticking in my mind that day. Um, a lot of people returned back to their offices because when we got to the 17th floor, um, in the stairwell, they told us that we should return back to the offices because what had happened was an attack on World Trade Center 1. Mm. And, of course, we didn't do it, and luckily we were saved by that, and um, that's why we're here today. Mm. You know, I, I remember interviewing someone who wrote a book on this, and she said that when everybody moved in that on that floor... They all moved in unison. It was like everybody was moving in harmony, and they didn't even know it. It was like one movement. Did you feel that kind of uh, in syncness with the people? Well, I tell you, when we got to the bottom of the of Two World Trade Center, we did uh, we didn't know what was going on. So mm-hmm. there was a lot of confusion, but we did smell fumes, and we didn't know what the fumes were. So we were just walking around and, like, with having no clue as to what was going on. And what we ended up doing was talking to one of the people that was part of Silverstein Properties, and he indicated that we needed to leave the building out of Seven World Trade Center. 
And that's when an attack occurred and the building shook. Mm. And if you can imagine the building that large shaking and at that point everybody running right out many doors and it was a situation where everyone was moving in unison. Mm. And the greatest thing about that day, other than me still being here, was the fact that people reached out to help the elderly and the handicapped out of the mm-hmm. building. And, you know, they reached back to make sure that people... And some people lost their out. lives doing it. Some people saved other people's lives. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, that's what, what do you are think, about. What do you think, um, Tamiko, you learned from that experience that has also helped you in the Run Life's course. I mean, what have you brought into that in the work you're doing now with folks? Um, A lot of that is if you can reach back, no matter how successful you are, if you can reach back to help other people Mm. get through their challenges and be a success in whatever point of their life, that is the the grand mantra, I should say. Mm. It was a wake-up call in that a lot of things especially materialistic things, they're great to have. But at the end of the day, things like life, family, friends, simple things like a walk in the park, just being able to smell the roses, those Mm. are the most important things in life. Mm. And using those things for running, of course, when you're running, you're running in those types of environments where you're seeing nature's beauty. You can run along the beach. You can run in, you know, Central Park or any other park in America, and you see the beauty, and you can use that in order to clear your mind and be a better individual for it. Mm, Absolutely. So let's talk about your course in terms of what what you're doing and how you're helping other people. Do you you teach this as a a week-long course or an ongoing class, or how does this work? Um, there are a couple things that are out there in terms of what is being done currently. There is um, one, which is a like a 26-day accelerated class, which is more of a 26 minutes, and you get two exercises to kind of jumpstart you into understanding how to uh, overcome your challenge and to mm-hmm. move forward. Uh, another one is more time spent where you get that same type of service, but you would get that over a course of a 26-week period, Mm -hmm. meaning that this time of year when people provide their New Year's resolution, clearly there's 52 weeks in a year, and most people do not fulfill their resolutions in 52 weeks. Mm -hmm. So it's better to do quick checkpoints within the year to make sure people are on track into what they're trying to accomplish. So mm. those are the two main um, things that we're trying to reach. With what do you people. think about New Year's resolutions, Tamiko? So many people end up breaking them. Do you think that they're a good thing? What, what's your feeling? I always think it's important to have a goal um, and have multiple goals in mind. And But... I think what people say is, hey, you know, a New Year's resolution is I want to lose weight. Well, that's a great start to put that out in the air, Um, but there are certain steps that you have to do in order to lose weight. You you just don't go out and lose weight and crash diets, of course, are not the answer. So you have to have small goals that you set for yourself in order to get to that end point. 
And I think that that's where people fail with getting through a new year with all these resolutions. Very, very important. We're going to take a break, but when we come back, we're going to talk more to Tamiko Richardson, uh, really about her work, Run Life's Course. And you can log on to runlifescourse.com. And again, her mantra of Run Life's Course is providing a realistic wake-up call that life's greatest challenges and periodic failures are key to every success and that going the distance is possible to achieve by anyone who's really willing to be patient and prepared and persistent. All right, again, runlifescourse.com. Okay, and are your workshops listed on there as well, Tamiko? Uh, Yes, they're all listed. Most of them are listed on the products page as products and services that are offered. Okay, terrific. All right. All right. When we come back, uh, again, we'll be talking to Tamika Richardson. Uh, Run Life's Course is her website, and that's what she helps people do. You're listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on voiceamerica.com. You can log on to patriciaraskin.com and hear more about what I'm doing. And if you'd like to be on my newsletter list, please write to me, Patricia, patriciaraskin.com. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready to get freed up? Join Dr. Jennifer Freed, one of America's leading psychological thinkers, for a groundbreaking program with fascinating guests and full participation from you. Freed Up will explore topics like liberation in long-term relationships, parenting in the 21st century, comfort in stressful times, and much more. Tune in to Freed Up every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and wake up to the heartbeat of your life. Wielding power, shaping environments and outcomes, and making things happen are all essential characteristics of great leaders. Yet these qualities alone are not enough to ensure your success. In a complex world, how do you decide what's most important to you? In your career, your relationships, your finances, your family, in the world around you, in the whole of your life at large. Dr. Joseph Riggio, the host of Leadership Intuition, says that personal leadership, the desire to take charge of your life, is the key to creating futures that work and building a life worth living. Join Joseph as he reveals the power of uncovering and living your own personal mythology, the key to personal transformation, exquisite performance, and social influence. Learn to look inside and discover your personal mythology and unique leadership style. Go beyond conventional advice and discover your unique success blueprint on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, power, achievement, relationships. If you want to get ahead, you have to stand out from the crowd, the clutter, and the competition. Are you? Tune in each week for Standing Out with Lauren Sonnier. Lauren and her guests have the secrets that can help you and your business get noticed, get attention, and achieve your desired results no matter where you're starting from. Standing Out with Lauren Sonnier, live every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Get ready to be a marketing machine. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. 
VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. My guest is Tamiko Richardson, and her book is 26 Trends to Win, and her course is Run Life's Course. And uh, we were talking before the break about the marathon she started running in 2009 and how we can all run our own marathons. And, Tamiko, I'd like to ask you about what people say when you tell them about the Run Life's Course. Um, you know, what are the reactions you're getting? Uh, well, I think it's twofold. Um, one, for people who are non-runners, uh, they look at the number of marathons run a year and they go, you know, that's incredible. And they think of it in terms of an Oprah feel. And basically, you're trying to reach out to help other people accomplish their goals or at least get over a challenge. From, I would call other people outside of me athletes because I don't really, I still won't consider myself an athlete. Um, so for people who are more of the um, the regular marathon runners, the triathletes, the Ironmen, et cetera, their field is it's a great way to get people out and started with a regimen so that they know that running is a great way to clear their mind and start focusing on things. So the it's it's a different mix because it's all inspirational from both of the remarks that you get from each side, um, but just one different than the other. Yeah, very true. Let's look at uh, the 26 trends to win. Pick a couple and share them with our audience. Okay, so um, the first thing that was, the first book that was out was called Straight Talk Volume 1. It's where I co-authored that with 10 other leaders, and they are inspiring authors in their own right from a perspective of both business as well as personal achievements. Mm-hmm. And with that, um, the main thing in, in that is that we are focused on trends. And my focus in that trends to win inside of business. And from that, using Run Life's course, I created an ebook called 26 Trends to Win. And that has to do with the ways to win in terms of meeting your goals, the ways to win in terms of setting aside your your challenges and learning how to cope with them and actually strategize to do better. So one of the trends, of course, is dealing with you. And I don't know about anybody else, but I'm my worst critic. And that should always be where you are in your life, is that you become your worst critic in that you basically are the one that judges yourself for not Mm -hmm. making things happen. Making things happen. So... One of the things that you have to do with yourself is always evaluate yourself because if there are certain patterns that are continuing and they're not changing, like your relationships with people, they all seem to always revolve around the same issue, chances are the problem is you and not other people. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a big pill for people to swallow because they, including myself, we don't like to say that the problem is ourselves. And that is the first trend that we take a look at in depth for 
a, a closer insight into mm-hmm. what things can be changed within ourselves that can make a lot make a lot of things easier for us to cope with and be better in our lives. So it's self-examination and looking at Absolutely. what are the patterns that we may be repeating in our lives as well. Right. Yeah. Very good. All right, I'd like to tell people that if you're listening today live, January 3rd, 2011, you can call us at 866-472-5788. That's 472-5788, and uh, we'd be glad to take your calls. And also, um, you can Facebook me during this show for any questions for Tamiko by going to Patricia Raskin Positive Radio Patricia Raskin, Positive Radio, and I have my page open, and I'd be happy to take questions from you. Okay. So, Tamiko, um, what, what did you learn most about balance from all the work you've done in creating Run Life's course and, you know, from what you went through in the World Trade Center and then your work as a computer, you know, technologist? What has helped you most in terms of understanding balance? Um, that's a very good question. I think the main thing that has uh, driven balance in the best course that it could is the fact that when you own your own business, and uh, this is a side of Run Life's course, when you own your own business, you tend to, because you want the reputation of always doing a great job, you tend to work a lot of hours. And when you get to a point where you're working 70, 80-hour work weeks, of course, exercise is the last thing on your mind. Um, when you have to take care of parents, elderly parents or elderly grandparents, or you have other responsibilities like that, that is also the last thing on your mind is exercise. So the key to balance is understanding that too much of anything is not good. And if you have the ability to break away from things, you can think a lot better. You're more smarter when it comes to making decisions. And there are a lot of things where if you make a decision where you're tired or you're just mentally drained, usually they are not correct decisions. Um, the other thing with that is in order to make sure that you are okay with what's going on in your life, stress always happens to everybody across the board. No matter what your socioeconomic status is in life, stress will happen, whether it's finance, it's bad marriage, bad um, children are not uh, performing correctly in school, financial problems, whatever the situation is, stress is always there. And if you do not have something to release your stress outside of alcohol and drugs, um, it's not good for you. It's not totally not good for your health. So that is the key that I've learned from balance. Um, and then experiencing uh, the death of my mom when she was um, commuting back and forth from like two hours back and forth to the city with uh, a health condition, at the same token, there was no balance with that. It was she had to work 100 hours a week, but she had to be there, but not taking care of her health in the end. So a lot of that is where my strive um, in trying to make sure that people are balanced, that is the ultimate key. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that's noteworthy, too, is that you did have a lot of loss. You know, shortly after the job and the World Trade Center, then you lost some people in your family. 
how do right. you how do you cope with that? How do you? Because that's it's hard. Oh, death is very death is extremely hard. I can't even say very. It is extremely hard, especially when it there are people that you love dearly and they're you're very close to. Um, in my instance, it was my maternal grandmother, grandfather, and mom all within a six month period. Mm. And um, wow, the the key to that is knowing that uh, your prayers and that God is always in charge, and things happen for a reason. And if you can bear those particular types of burdens, you can get through anything. And going through that and understanding that in that six-month period, if you told me that within that six-month period, of course, I would have said, no, my, you know, I'm done. It's, you know, it's kind of a wrap. But in understanding that Everything happens for a reason. God is in control. That is how you get through that. And I and I and I actually applaud people who are like survivors of things like cancer. And in some of the marathons that I run, I run for a cause like cancer or diabetes mm. or lupus, whatever the situation is, is because those people that are the survivors are I mean, they're heroes and they deal with the possibility of death every day. So the fact that they can come out, they can cheer for you. Some of them are even running marathons. In fact, I ran beside a woman in the San Francisco Marathon who um, has just finished all of her rounds, I guess, of chemotherapy, and she was cancer-free for that prior three months. And I think that that is also a reason that Run Life's course has been very integral, is that being able to touch different people from different walks of life is what it's all about. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, let's uh, pick up another trend to win. You developed 26 trends to win. Before we uh, close for this break, give us another one. Um, another trend uh, that is there is the environment that people are in. Um, some things are out of your control, and I'm not saying that you can change those things that are out of your control. But a lot of things that I have learned when talking to people who are in the Run Life Sports program is that they have a situation where they're in environments where they put themselves in those environments. So a key thing is if you are trying to, and I'll just use this out of um, randomness here, if you're trying to kick an, an alcohol problem, you can't go to the bar. And you can't really be around people who all they do is drink. And a lot of people don't understand that in their circle of friends and family, everyone does not want the best for you that's in your friend and family circle. So you have to get some type of discernment to understand who is there for you and who is not there for you. Because if you're in an environment where there's negative energy, you can't expect to do positive things. And that is a key thing with the trends. If you know, if you walk into somewhere, into some place, and the first thing you feel is a negative vibe, go with that, and definitely go with that, and remove yourself from the environment. And a lot of times we have choices where we can move ourselves from the environment, and we don't take that opportunity. So environment is definitely um, a situation where we need to check the trend. Mm, yeah. 
Yeah. I think something you just said is so important is the environments you place yourself in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very important. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, my guest is Tamiko Richardson, and her book uh, is 26 Trends to Win. She has other books, and she has a wonderful web website called runlifescourse.com. When we come back, we're going to talk about the marathons that you run, Tamiko, and, and uh, how you do those, and you keep those up, and, and um, sort of the life lessons from the marathons. You're listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on voiceamerica.com. You can call us at 866-472-5788 and you can write with your questions right now on Facebook at Patricia Raskin Positive Radio. All right, folks, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Do you know that over 70% of Americans with severe disabilities are unemployed? Are you one of the 2.5 million Americans with epilepsy? If you are, or know someone struggling with these issues, tune in to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. On the show, Joyce will discuss these issues as well as others. She will have on nationally known guests that will offer helpful insight on disability matters and let you, the listener, call in with your questions and concerns. So if you struggle with a disability or know someone who does, listen to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. Heard every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time here on VoiceAmerica.com. Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hi there. We are back. You are listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. And my guest today is Tamika Richardson. And she is the author of the book, 26 Things to Win, and her website is runlifescourse.com. Tamiko, let's go back. Uh, let's just tell people they can call us at 866-472-5788. Um, let's talk about the marathons. Now, I know you ran your first marathon in San Diego in May of 2009. Where are you with the marathons now in terms of your own running 
and what you're doing with them? Uh, the focus around running the marathons now is just based, just doing a particular number per year. And uh, the goal this year is to do 24 marathons. Mm-hmm. And after completing um, uh, 16 marathons in 19 months, hmm. I just figured the goal would be 24 this year. And wow. in wait, wait, wait a minute, minute. Yeah. let me get this straight. 24 marathons in one year. So that's yeah. two a month. That's the goal. That's two marathons a month. Wow. Right. How many miles? Full marathons? Full marathons, yes. They're all 26.2. Wow. That is quite impressive. Why, mm. thank you. But it's really not all about the the 24 marathons in a year. Out of 24 of those, um, I want to make sure that I have five individuals who are striving through some type of obstacles um, run one of those with me. So that's my goal for this year. Mm-hmm. Now, when you um, work with people in Run Life's course, do you have a group of people that you run with in the marathon? No, I do not run with um, a group or an organization unless I am actually running for a cause. Um, so, if, for example, last January for Houston, I ran for the Houston Parkinson Society and the Bereavement Fund. In that situation, I did run with the group of people because I actually ran for two charities and raised money for two charities. Mm-hmm. But in most instances, it's not the situation where I just usually run by myself. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I think a lot of it in marathon running is the reach for uh, the reach to help other people. In my first marathon in San Diego, I had gotten to that infamous wall that most people know about when they run. It's where your mind is telling you you're done and you're finished and your legs are telling you, yep, we agree with your mind. And I got into the wall at like mile 20 and I had purchased a, a shirt and on the back of the shirt it said, uh, I can do all things in Christ who strengthens me. And I had that shirt underneath yet another shirt and mm-hmm. some woman behind me said, um, hey, can I walk with you because I'm like exhausted and your shirt is inspiring. So I had totally forgotten about the shirt because I didn't understand what she was talking about. And she saw the shirt underneath my um, white sweatshirt. And that had inspired her. And when we got to mile 22, there was another lady who was running next to us. And she gave us uh, some of those sports jelly beans to get some more energy. And basically encouraged us that we could we could make it. And that individual and I, not knowing, she was in charge of a Christian alliance group for a college in California, and we ran to the finish line the last four four point two miles. Mm-hmm. And you have those types of things, those types of experiences in marathons where people reach back to help others. In San Francisco, I ran injured and probably mm-hmm. didn't run that at all. But at the end of the day, you had people that were pushing you along to run, and I think it's just out of the respect of other people out there trying to accomplish the same goal, 
that in any marathon that you're running, you try to do the exact same thing to help others. And uh, last, I think that was last February, where I ran Huntington Beach, California, there was a young lady who had just gotten over bronchitis like maybe three weeks prior. And clearly from a health perspective, she probably shouldn't have been running. But her goal was that she had trained for this. She wanted it. She needed to make it happen. And she wanted to cross the finish line. So at that point, you kind of step back and you say to yourself, it's not about me making the time. It's about me helping her reach the finish line. Mm -hmm. So that's what I did. And I ran with her. And if she felt as though she needed to stop, I would stop with her and help her make it to the finish line. And Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, that's what life is about, is helping and reaching people, helping to reach why, people. I, I guess people my, that was my question is, why do you love this so much? You know, when, when I think of running, forget 24 marathons. <laughs> when I think of running a marathon, I think of lots of training and some pain. And you really obviously love it. Um, is it the high from the running? Is it, as you said, helping other people? Is it the camaraderie? Is it achieving the goal? Or is it all of that? I believe it's all of that. I think there's one, a level of camaraderie around runners. There's just a respect for, you know, runners in general. Um, that's one. Number two, you never know why you're placed in specific positions in life. And when I ran Quebec City, one of the things that I found the day before was there was this um, elderly woman. She was about eight. No, she said she was 89 years old. And I had gone out to get some something to eat the day before the marathon, and I stopped at this place, and all I wanted was a croissant. And mm. she cut in front of me in the line, and she wanted her macaroon. And I said, <laughs> let me pay for that, and I paid for it. And she says, oh, you didn't have to do that. And when it came to the time for the uh, the macaroon to come out, she sat down, and she says, no, sit with me. And we had a lovely conversation, mm. and she was just a wonderful woman. But at mm. the end of the day, you never know why you're placed in certain places. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I use that as a way to give back and also to make sure that you're always, always encouraging other people and you're always smiling. It does not take but two seconds, not even two seconds, to smile and to put some type of positive impact in someone's life. And that's what I strive to do. Mm-hmm. Mm. How wonderful. How can people find you again? Um, they go to Run Life's course and tell us what's on the website. Uh, yeah, on the website is more information about what Run Life's course is about. It also includes uh, the information in regards to the run, information regarding any products that come out or that are out there currently, as well as what they need to do in order to start their course. One of the things that I focus on uh, on the Run Life's course website is the fact that there are some key things that people need to remember when they are going through um, certain challenges and if they want to achieve a goal. The key thing there is that you, you just don't get success overnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you, there's an opportunity mm-hmm. that usually meets preparation, persistence, and prayer. And you can't make apologies for your success, and I think that's where a lot of people fail. You People make apologies for success because they have, going back to the trends, people in their environment who are not as successful or who believe in mediocrity. So when you have a person around you 
who's striving for excellence and you're striving for just mediocrity, again, that goes back to your environment. Mm -hmm. So a lot of that is on the website to encourage people to run the course and to basically define what their goals are, uh, create an environment where they have discernment if they don't have discernment on their own, to provide the discipline that they need in order to state their daily and or weekly goals, and to make sure that they are diligent with working hard, to striving, to doing all the required actions to making things happen. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and, and that's what you do in the workshop. And are there written exercises for people to follow as well, Tamiko? I'm sorry, what was that? Are there written exercises for people to do as well? Yes, there are written exercises uh, for the ebook. There are written exercises as well as the uh, wristband that comes with the ebook included in it. There are uh, exercises for that as well. Hmm. And again, people log on to Run Life's Course. Right, runlifescourse.com. And they can also find uh, inspirational messages on Twitter. They can follow me on Twitter at Tamiko Runs. That's T-E-M-E-K-O Runs. And they can also become a friend on Facebook at the Run Life's Course page. Okay. Closing thoughts. If people get one thing out of this interview, what would you, what's your message? Uh, my message is that there is nothing in life you cannot do if you put your mind to it. There will be setbacks. There will be challenges, but the key thing in understanding the setbacks and challenges is understanding the course that you had to get through them. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody has the same path. No one runs the same course, but at the end of the day, life is about your mental adjustment to appreciate all the good that's happened, to endure the bad, and do what you can to prevent the worst, and you can just be thankful that you always have another chance to run the course. Well, and you're certainly doing it. I mean, really, you are certainly doing it. Do you feel that your life is more fulfilled now that you're running than it was before? Do you think the running has made a difference for you? Uh, I think so. I think, um, of course, from a uh, a health perspective as well as a mental well-being perspective, it is something that is done in... I, I can do a lot more strategy when I'm running than if I'm at the gym working out with weight. Because, uh, of course, you tend to talk to people. You're focused on what you're doing in terms of lifting weights. With running, it's one foot in front of the other, just like life, where you take one step <laughs> and yeah. you're hoping and you're praying for guidance in each direction is that you don't take the wrong step. So that is really what running has done. It, it's it's kind of cleared the path of a lot of things that are not so good in life and making the make it, turning the lemons into lemonade, I should say. Yeah. Well, it's really been a pleasure having you on the show. It was a pleasure being here. Uh-huh. All right, and again, they can find you on Run Life's Course, correct? Yes, runlifescourse.com. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. My guest today has been Tamika Richardson, and her course is Run Life's Course, and you can log on to runlifescourse.com. Remember, folks, um, you can log on to my website, patriciaraskin.com, 
I have several radio programs, and that's all listed. You can also look me up on Facebook under either Patricia Raskin or Patricia Raskin Positive Radio will tell you about all of my programs. So and do write to me. I'm always happy to get answers to your questions. I have guests on all the time that are answering questions about motivation and success and making your life work and turning your challenges into obstacles. I mean, your challenges into opportunities and your problems into solutions, as we did today with Tamika Richardson. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know that you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin for Patricia Raskin Positive Living, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Remember, log on to PatriciaRaskin.com. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye for now. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 